It's time to get scrumptious with two sexy English muffins. It sounds delicious and it's adorable. It's Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Happy Monday, Matt O'Kine. I told uh, producer Bron that I was taking a punt today on some oldish milk. Okay, two day expiry ago. Did the sniff Ooh, test. Taking the punt. Well, I, you know, I go, what do you reckon? Taking a risk here. And Bron said, I think that's the least of your worries today, which is <laughs> absolutely true because I, alongside a lot of people, are in Victoria and Matt O'Kine, we've banged on about it, but it just keeps. Keeps on keeping on, going oh. deeper and deeper into nah. uh, coronavirus restrictions. It sure has. And, I mean, I'm in New South Wales at the moment. I'm on a knife's edge. Uh, every day we're looking at the results as well. But certainly hasn't been good news for you, Alex Dyson, and your fellow Victorians. We're going to have a big chat about that very, very soon because I, I really want to know how it is affecting yourself, everyone else on, on our team who works in Melbourne. And also you listening, uh, always get in touch with us. Let us know how it's, uh, how, what, what all this means. We're going to go deep into the Victoria lockdown very soon. But today on the show as well, a little bit of shining light for Exa- us all. Exactly right. We have uh, this, this lady joining us. That's right, Delta Goodrum is going to be on the show. Tell you what, Alex Dyson, I don't want to dob in one of my friends here, one of my best mates. But uh, his wall used to have a lot of Delta. Oh, I tell his you what. bedroom wall used to absolutely be doused in Delta. Uh, Delta. I, tell you, I uh, tell you what as well. Early on in uh, the Alex Dyson piano playing days, a couple of Delta songs certainly had a little <laughs> infiltrated by uh, by mainly Coldplay repertoire, and so you were going to be. Um, you are a man of so many different ones. I got to tell you, just. <laughs> Just playing a little bit of Delta before you hit your tap dancing classes <laughs> and then smash some blokes on the footy field, mate. Well, not anymore. Bloody <laughs> coronavirus. Anyway, uh, thank yeah. you very much for downloading it. We will uh, be chatting to you in a moment. It's All Day Breakfast. This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Matt and Alex, All Day Breakfast. Yeah, Alex Dyson, we chatted just in the opener there about the new situation that's unfolded in Melbourne. And can I say, can I say, Alex Dyson, that mm. when the news came through yesterday afternoon, I I was very worried for you. Honestly, I was. And the very first thing, the very first question came to mind, uh, the first thing that popped into my head, I was like, oh, my God, oh, my God, what does this mean? What does this mean? And I've just seen on some of the press releases that bottle shops will remain open. I was like, oh, my God, thank God. Thank God. Thanks, thanks for thinking of us. Um, that is right. Uh, this, this podcast is a, a split little world at the moment with Matt being in New South Wales. Myself, under the new restrictions put in last night, we've gone, Matt, from having a state of emergency, which we're already cruising along with, to plonk on top of that a state of disaster. Yep. So we've got the uh, the double whammy there. Well, the, I think the emergency is, hey, something, something terribly could go wrong very soon, and then this is, well, it went wrong. Yeah. This, has, is, this is bad. The numbers haven't been coming down. Another 600-plus yesterday, and so Premier Daniel Andrews in Victoria announcing some more limitations, exercise limited to one hour, only one person per household will be able to go shopping. Remote learning will resume for all students. VCE students were going to uh, to school. That's not happening anymore. More child care closed, public transport restricted overnight. Uh, weddings banned from Thursday. Organised oh sport God. banned. Visits to intimate partners allowed. 
outside of five kilometers. But other than that, you got to stay within five kilometers of your home. No, apart from the so sexual all those work. people who li- who live across no, the they're allowed oh, intimate okay. partners. Okay, so you're allowed to so travel more than five five k's. Yes, as long as the genitals touch, I believe that's okay. <laughs> Police will be monitoring that. <laughs> and, yeah, probably the one that makes it the most dystopian, Victoria will be under a curfew. You're not allowed to leave your house after 8 p.m. at night for any reason other than your essential work. I've and, never lived in a curfew before. Yeah. You know? And that uh, that's, I mean, I don't, that the word curfew, it's, it's one of those things where anywhere you've ever heard of needing to be under a curfew, you're like, man, that ain't good. We're grounded. We're governmentally grounded, and it's um, it feels just as bad as it happens when you are in high school. But look, it is a pretty serious situation. It is a bit deflating, I think, because of, they've announced, you know, we're meant to do this six weeks lockdown, and we're three, three weeks in. They're like, well, this is going to be going for another six weeks, and so yeah, it is that that tough, well, tough one. I when I when I came into the uh, into the office, you know, and we start we turned on all the mics. We're in we're in completely different studios and stuff, but I uh, you know, I could feel it. You know, from yeah. you guys, it's a really tough situation to be in. Um, we're calling in our uh, producer Sam and producer Bron into the studio. Hello, Sam and Bron. G'day. Hello. So, I mean, how does this affect all of you guys? And you know, um, let's start with uh, with you, Sam. How does this? What what is what does this mean for for you? What would tell us the home situation? And you know how how bad is it going to be? Yeah, well, I've got two young kids at at home. People might have heard uh, you guys trying to tutor them a few weeks ago. <laughs> I um, hope you've got a few better tutors than us over yeah, the next well, few mo- weeks. I mean, the homeschooling is really challenging. It's mm. really challenging to work. I mean, to trying to keep working and also schooling your kids at home um, is really tough. And I mean, as you already pointed out, the, just the word curfew is really, it feels kind of wartimey, mm. um, mm-hmm. you know. So, because often, I think, Alex, you were saying, go to the supermarket in, later in the night because um, there's not many people around and it feels like a bit of an adventure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, you get out, it turns into the thing, the yeah. event of the day, right? You, yeah, you I've been doing that. F- I've been going late at night because, A, less people are there at like 9 p.m. and, B, all the bread and the hot chooks are on special. So <laughs> so now eight, it's after 8 p.m. and I think they're not letting letting you happen. Bron, um, you live with your partner, mm-hmm. uh, intimate partner, so closer than five kilometres, which is good. But how about this rule where only one person can go to the shops? That, that to me, is a, a weird one because we usually do it together, you know. Yeah. One person pushes the trolley, the other person's grabbing stuff. How is that going to be for you? Yeah, literally the same. We, we always go shopping together. I guess it's one of the lesser... Um, issues people will have, but it is going to affect us. And, you know, if we do, we usually do one big shop so we don't have to go to the shops all the time. I don't want to carry the bags by myself. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, And I don't trust him to. (laughs) I used to go to shopping every, I used to shop like a couple of things every day. I was that sort of person. And now you, you just, you're screaming through the supermarket as fast as you can. But is there anything for Bron that you, that sticks out in this, this list of, you know, restrictions that makes you sort of tense up. The, yeah, I think like what Sam said, the curfew is just feels weird. Like just getting used to the mask now, like they've been in for about a week and it's kind of good to see when you see everyone wearing a mask, you kind of like, it's like a visual representation of, oh, you're following the rules. You kind of feel a bit safer going out. But um, yeah, with the curfew, it just feels weird. It doesn't mm. feel normal. What about um, you, Daiso? Well, 
Yeah, it's, you know, it's got to be done. You've got to get it down, hopefully get it to as little as possible so that things can go back to more normal. Well, the thing thing for me is, you know, recording this podcast from home, we're living with Woods, who's the goods, but um, we're sharing a studio with the microphones and stuff because she's a musician. Her, you know, industry being decimated with live music and all those sort of things. And so she's got to be in the studio, hopefully, you know, recording some tunes and doing all that sort of thing. Then I've got to go, Oh. Can I do the, I'm going to do the podcast today. <laughs> can I do my little, I do my little do, podcast, yeah. a little thing I do with my friend Matt? Oh, um, can I, would you mind if I use the microphone to um, <laughs> sing about Karen's please during this time? It's just like, we're really going to share those kind of things. So it is a bit di- difficult. Please let us know how it's affected you if you are in Victoria. Um, we'd love to you to get in touch, matt.an.alex. Um, and it does mean, Matt, that it's a very special edition now of Australia's Favourite Game. Well, that's right. I mean, when I when we came into the studio, you know, you, we said, should we play one of these things didn't happen, Australia's favourite podcast game. I said, you know what? Nothing actually really happened to me this weekend. So why don't you do one, Alex Dyson? So it's time for a very special Alex Dyson <laughs> version of... This really is long. I don't know how you do this. <laughs> come on, come on, this is the bit. One of these things didn't actually happen. <laughs> one of these things isn't actually true. That's right. One of these things didn't actually happen. And to play, we're very happy to be chatting to Diana from Perth. Hey, Diana. Hello. Diana, how's everything over in Perth? Um, you know, how was your weekend? What did you get up to? Uh, I uh, attempted to watch the FA Cup final last night with Arsenal and Chelsea, and I uh, think I slept for about 75 minutes of the 90-minute game. So I did really well there. (laughs) Well, I mean, you got to see the exciting bit at the end, right? Yeah, I I think I was awake for all of the goals, so that's really the only thing that matters. There we go. Spoiler alert. Although we didn't (laughs) say who scored the goals. Um, Well, that's exciting, Diana. And Um, what are you doing right now? I am just at my boyfriend's football game, actually. What? Sports still happening in Perth? <laughs> yes, it is. I'm so sorry to rub it in. <laughs> oh, well, I, I mean, it what. must be nice. Are people, like, are people just not caring about Because in Sydney, mm. I know that we've got it easier than Victoria, but people are still, like, there is definitely a paranoia in the air and, and, and very much everyone is concerned. What about in Perth? Is there, How's it all looking at the, at the footy fields now? Well, I don't think anyone's paranoid anymore. I mean, you kind of hope that people still do the right thing and keep their distance. But, um, yeah, there's definitely there's definitely a, not as much distance as there should be at times. But, um, yeah. Describe it for us. Is, there is, is there someone sizzling up a sausage sizzle? A few, oh, someone selling no, a few cans see, from an esky somewhere? A, yeah, I see a lot of people walking with dogs um, and lots of people sitting close to each other watching the sport and all that kind of thing. But, Many masks? Yeah. Any masks in Perth? No, no masks, but the wow. bar is open and stopped. So <laughs> oh, <that's good. laughs> you should have Goodness seen me. producer Sam's head just rock back then. <laughs> I so literally, I, I saw him say, oh, <laughs> like you just shot an arrow into his heart at I'm the footy so with a, at the bar. Oh, my God. All right, well, this is going to be a trick, very tricky one for you right now, Diana. Uh, what Alex Dyson did on the weekends, okay? <laughs> in Victoria. So uh, have a listen to this one. Event number one. Okay. I went to the shops. Okay, that's event number one. Uh, Event number two. I watched 12 episodes of Grand Designs. Mm. 
Okay. Okay, there's number two. <laughs> okay. Number three. Okay. I went to a music festival and then did some Reiki with my friends. Okay. <laughs> so number one, I went to the shops. Number two, well, watched 12 uh, episodes of Great Designs. Number three, music festival and some Reiki. Diana, um, as an expert, you need to start asking some big questions, okay? And I'd start yeah. with question number one, what shops? What do you think? Well, can I just say, um, mm. overall, is it a prerequisite that you wear wearing a mask or...? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. they're the yeah, rules. Okay, cool. I wore a mask during just, all just, of those things. I don't want Kevin McLeod to give me anybody. <laughs> yeah, no, following the rules. That's good. Okay. Yep. Um, the first thing you went to the shops. Um, oh, was it just a grocery shop? Yeah, I went along and I purchased uh, some leeks. Leeks were on special one dollar eighty. How many did you purchase? Uh, uh, just the one, just just the one <laughs> leak. I only took one leak. Okay. And what were you okay. what are you buying leaks for? Well, that was special. I've got I've got Ian Dyson's <laughs> jeans in me here. I'm not paying. I get wait, the vegetables wait, wait. which you are just... priced, and then I adjust accordingly. <laughs> you didn't you, di- you didn't go to the shop setting out for leaks. You just saw that leaks are on special and bought them. Well, of course. Why else would I buy a leak? What are you? <laughs> But then you didn't really save money. And it's cheap, you buy a leak. And then you go, all right, I'll figure out what I can do with this. No, no, no. Oh, my, oh, my, all right. Diana. Okay. okay. Yeah, that's your one question for that. You want to know about the Grand Designs? Yeah, Grand Designs. Was it uh, Grand Designs Australia or? Well, you started with Kevin, then went on to Grand Designs Australia and watched an episode in Port Melbourne where people put water tanks as like the cladding on the outside of their house. Ah, uh, yep, seen it. And one of the, and then they actually used one as their front door was this yep, water tank. Yeah, seen it. <laughs> Old it sort of, yep, vintage, uh, heritage <laughs> sort of style house, right? Yeah, so there you go. Okay, and then the third one was you went to a music festival and yep. then did what? Reiki with your friends. Did some Reiki afterwards, yep. I went to okay. the, um, the the Blitzen and Barrow Festival down the peninsula uh, where yeah. uh, this really sweet band was playing called um, uh, Chicken Foot. Barrow. <laughs> Chicken Foot is this great four-piece uh, experimental jazz band uh, and the circle pit opened up and we all jumped around and... Um, <laughs> Moshed for a little bit, and then yeah, just hit the the rake. Alex afterwards. Dyson is responsible for the state of disaster. That's what he's trying <laughs> yeah. to say. He's single-handedly. Uh, which one of these things didn't happen, Diana? Oh look, I'm gonna have to go with number three. You're absolutely correct. Yay. Congratulations. Wow. Um, of course, the uh, the wheels, the ba- what was that music festival called? <laughs> Not the it Blitzen, wasn't and, the Blitzen and Barrow Festival. <laughs> it oh. wasn't true. Um, I. There was very little I could do this weekend. I've been at my house once in the last three days. So um, there you go. You you picked it. And congratulations, you've won the easiest ever episode of... One of these things didn't actually happen. Too early, One man. of these things... I, I wanted to let Diana get on with the rest of her amazing weekends because she can <laughs> do whatever she wants. I'm not going to... Thanks, Diana. All the best. No Hope your boyfriend wins his game. Oh, yeah, thanks, guys. Have a good weekend. Thank you. Bye. I will try. Um, <laughs> beautiful. This is All Day Breakfast. Hello. Coffee? Yeah, coffee. A seventh coffee never hurt anyone. Oh, I feel a buzz. Before we do move on with the show, we better uh, check in with the Karens who are not Karens, Matt O'Kind, because we debuted the video clip for our hit single, uh, not all Karens, brackets, are Karens. Not all Karens are Karens. 
Oh no, not all Karens are Karens. Oh God, no. Yeah, it's uh, getting a lot of love from all the Karens that aren't Karens out there uh, <laughs> and the friends of Karens that aren't Karens uh, on our Instagram. Check it out, at matt.n.alex. Uh, incredible work by you, Alex Dyson. I mean, we joked just before about you not having really done anything this weekend. Go into the shops, watch Grand Designs. You also put together a pretty fire film clip, my man. Oh, of, thanks, uh, This bro. great song that you wrote, and I'm very, very, uh, very pleased with how it turned out. Yeah, shout out to Woods on the live background video mixing on Zoom there. It turned out pretty good. We did quite a few takes there. And also, tell you what, putting subtitles on a video... Not my favourite job, oh, particularly when, when Matt O'Kine is spitting absolute flamethrowers. <laughs> Trying to keep up with that. How are people meant to read it so fast, man? Anyway, um, appreciate it. Put it up. Got uh, quite a bit of love online, so make sure you share it with a not Karen Karen in your life. Um, and, yeah, some choice comments going on here. Uh, yeah, thank you thanks. very much thanks. for those. To uh, our mates at One Chats podcast who said, ah, oh, this made our weekend. Um, we got... Uh, it, it me pips said, uh, I wasn't prepared for this, but uh, I think I'm okay. A few Karens and... with the name K-A-R-Y-N getting tagged. Um, not the usual spelling of Karen, but they, I'm sure they feel a bit, a bit rough being thrown in with the E-N crowd. Well, um, I mean, I won't say which of our producers said it off air, but uh, one of them <laughs> said, if you uh, spell your name Karen with a Y, you uh, automatically are one of those Karens. <laughs> Uh, Sharon, oh, that wasn't me. Sharon, that was Sharon has commented, going shout out to all the Sharons who are getting mentions in the songs about Karens because Sharon <laughs> rhymes with Karen. And uh, we've also got someone saying, "Oh, we need to put out, put out your Karens uh, for Karens. <laughs> put out your not Karens for Karens." Anyway, uh, yeah. So a few comments on that one. I think, yeah, putting out your 1948 Charter of Human Rights out the front door there for all the Karens <laughs> would be a good one. Thanks so much uh, to everyone who's checked it out so far. Please share it with all your mates. And make sure you check it out. We've actually released it as its own little podcast episode. So if you just want to hear the song, you can hear the song that way. Check it out in your podcast one feed. Yeah, much easier to share with Karens that way um, rather than, you know, the whole whole podcast. We've got to get, get straight to the points with that one, which is good. And, you know, you can listen to Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast on Spotify. So maybe you'll get chucked in New Music Friday this week. Ooh, I'm hoping so. <laughs> Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Delta Goodrum up next. Can't wait. Order up. Just how you like it. Perfect. I smell toast. Okay, Matt O'Kine, on All Day Breakfast right now, it's time to chat to someone who has just come off the ninth season of The Voice and has released a new song, which sounds a little bit like this. Tell how good it is, not only by the sound, but by the fact that the artists themselves have just put on some uh, cool sunnies to have a dance to it here on Zoom. <laughs> it's Delta Goodrum. Hello, Delta. Good morning, guys. How are you? Oh, we're great. Ninth season of The Voice. That is absolutely wild. I have to say that this, personally, you know, there's been a lot of The Voice in the news. This seems to have been the spiciest season yet. I mean, to me, each year feels like it gets spicier and spicier. So <laughs> I'm just, I'm, you know, 
from seeing it from the very start to um to this season, I mean, every year is completely different, and this one being no different to that um that actual uh, statement. Yeah, I mean, guys, Guy Sebastian's brother winning. How did you feel about you know what? How do you feel about I, it? Be honest I, I now, Delta. <laughs> I thought I thought it was the perfect timing to invite my brother. I think it's all about team. And frankly, you know, my brother says to me when I say to Trent, you know, he says it's the number one question people ask him, like, can you sing? And he always goes, well, you'll never know. You'll never know. And I think it's time that I find out if my brother sings. (laughs) Or you could start judging other shows. You could be a judge on So You Think You Can Dance. You know, Australia's Got Talent. Um, Mm. What other ones are there? Um, Look, Survivor. Look, I, I, <laughs> you can be the host. I, I, I don't know if you'd want me judging a dancing contest. Um, I don't know if you'd want me judging any of those ones. I am. I. I love my role at The Voice, and I and I love my show like more than anything. It is a brilliant show to be a part of, and the fact that after nine years, that this year we had to find a new way. I was really proud of the fact that everybody social distanced. We had people on the screens. It was high tech. It was really. Really, like, considering we're in the middle of a pandemic and we still shot the show, I was, I was really proud of that. Yeah, you did Absolutely. you did miraculously well. And we should say for the record, I've seen Chris Sebastian singing with Setmo before and he is excellent as well. So it's yeah, I can't I mean, say he's got a bad voice. Clear, he's a, <laughs> he's, he is a talented singer and I was really happy for him. I mean, like, no, all jokes aside for the fact that my brother is the butt of all my jokes right now. <laughs> um, but he, Chris is super talented and... And it's awesome. Australia voted season nine. Mm. That's it. Indeed. So good. Well, you are a host there because your voice is pretty nifty itself, Delta, and uh, we can hear that on the new Thank song you. Paralyzed as well. <laughs> Tell us about um, where this came from and uh, what you what you're singing about when it when it comes to Paralyzed because it, it seems like certainly uh, apt for the times. Yeah, the interesting part was with that song is that I do believe it was meant to be written, and I knew that there was a reason for it, but it was something super personal in my life, which was my own. Story and it was a total reset where, you know, life just said, you know, you know, all of my plans have been stopped right now. You've just got to focus on another part of your life. And all that I know is paralyzed. But as I sort of read the words in this moment of life, because I recorded, I produced it, I did all of, I did all my work on the new kind of era of music before going into isolation, thinking I had like spent <laughs> my time with my piano, like I'm good, I've done a lot of the record. Then it's like, no, it's me and you again. <laughs> <You know>? mm. <laughs> no. Um, but but, um, but I, uh, I didn't write it about this moment, but, but it definitely feels like it could be anyone's story right now with the fact that you know, things change. It's a real reset right now. Yeah, for sure. I mean, how do you make your sixth album feel exciting for you again, you know? How do you not get trapped in that whole idea of here we go again? I feel that occasionally. Um, But no, I... I, I, um, You know what? The, The truth is, is that I did approach this album differently. I did... I did tell myself, like I said, I'm just gonna sit at the piano you know, be inspired by Alex's playing. And I just sat and played and played and, played and painted from the ground up again. And that's where I started my career. I started it from just piano themes, finding the pattern and then building, building, building. And so this one, I went and did that and went and found the best musos in the world. I got like um, Coldplay's String Arranger. I got the John Mayer's band. I got like I kind of just Ooh. went and got Adele's mixer. I just went and found people that I was like, this is what whoa, I love. Whoa, 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 Delta, did you just name yes. drop 
Coldplay and John Mayer there because and, Matt O'Kine and, and I literally last week <laughs> yeah, yeah. we both yeah. said in a conversation with I think we we're talking to Jack River who yep. were our favorite artists that we listened to and I'm like Coldplay Rush of Blood to the Head and Matt's like you know I really like John Mayer's <laughs> Mayer's album <laughs> like, no, like, a couple hours and so I mean we're supposed just to be your our appetite for some new girl Delta good from Delta <laughs> I but. feel like we have a, a real connection. I just let you know, like I'm, I'm, I'm like you guys are coming on the road with me, actually. Oh please! <laughs> like, oh, well, I'm he's got, he's got, uh, he's got. Alex has got your your piano playing down no, pat. Hang on, Delta. And I mean, if you need a if you need a part time rapper for any featured featured spots on any of the songs, I'll br- I'll bring. <laughs> Come the on, guitarist. I definitely <laughs> do. This is perfect. <laughs> I didn't think we'd go from discussing, you know, personal traumas and and loss of family to auditioning for a spot on your tour gig, Delta. I'm sorry that we've. I was asking you. It's me. It's me. I can't believe you both said those as the artists. Funny. Anything could happen all day breakfast. Thank you very much, Delta Goodger. Really appreciate you making time for us. Uh, Congratulations on the new song Paralyzed, which you can check out uh, off the upcoming sixth album. It's been a delight, and uh, yeah, hopefully we'll chat to you again sometime soon. All right, would love to. Thanks so much, guys. Thanks, Thanks, Delta. Delta. All the best. Bye, guys. Yes, Matt, a lot of the news is revolving around the unfolding second wave in Victoria. I feel like we've been talking about it for weeks because we have. It's just been those constant refreshes that I've been watching these press conferences every day and it's just been absolutely awful. I don't know how podcasters for the 1915 Spanish flu did it. You know, I were able to keep up conversations <laughs> without constantly talking about the Spanish flu. But um, the good news is that there is other news out there. And um, we do have someone who goes out and finds it for us and brings it in and collects it into a big esky. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Into was, a big where do you keep fish in an bait, esky? Into a big bait um, pot that they get from the... From the side corner store fish fish bait and tackle shop out at, you know, the small local town. She, she digs through the f- freezer and <laughs> under the pippies, she finds the news articles for it. It's producer Blot Broad with Clickfish. Click, click, click. Click, click, click. Clickfish. Clickfish. With producer Bron. Now, producer Bron, thank you very much for joining us again. Hello. I, I have to tell you, though, if you've come to me with a story about the dad from the UK who now has a penis on his arm. Forget it, because I clicked that one. I haven't clicked that one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Okay. okay. Sorry. So the headline is... Wait, this is bronze segment. You can't <laughs> no, be wait, 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 hijacking wait, wait. it. Oh, no. This is the headline. Okay, now look, i got to tell you, the, the start of the headline, it sounds bad, all right? Mm-hmm. Um Dad who lost his penis to horrific blood infection gets a new one in World First. All right, now that's not funny. I agree with that. It's quite incredible. And I applaud, one, um, the situation he's been through, and two, the medical professionals who are making this happen. Anyways, this is what got me. This is the <laughs> this is the next line. A dad who lost his penis to a horrific blood infection has become the first man in the world to have a new one built on his arm. Why on his arm? I don't know. I think they need blood to be going through it. And they look, this is the next this is the next sentence. Malcolm McDonald, 45, was even given an extra two inches by surgeons. 
right? Oh, goodness yeah, gracious wait, me. Wait. I can't believe you guys think, wow, this lockdown's really getting to you, huh? <laughs> the guy well, has a penis on his arm that he got. I, Listen to this. Wait, wait, wait. Listen to this bit, okay? <clears throat> when I saw my penis go black, I was beside myself. It was like a horror film. I was in complete panic. I knew deep down it was gone and I was going to lose it. Then one day... It just dropped off onto the floor. Oh, what? No. Because I had been through the devastation of knowing I was going to lose it, I just picked it up and put it in the bin. No! I went, you I put went, it in the bin? I went to the hospital and they said the best they could do for me was to roll the remaining stump up like a little sausage roll. It was heartbreaking. What the hell? I'm sorry. That is in an actual <laughs> news article. Now, uh, this is obviously... <laughs> this is obviously... An awful thing that this man has gone through, and I applaud his bravery for telling his story. But if if I can't have a chuckle, they rolled it up like a little what? sausage roll. Then I don't know. Then let Corona take me, honestly, and, s- and let the lockdown shut down my soul. That is it. so. They grew it on his arm, which I have heard of, like for other things before. You know, to get blood flow going to it, grew it, and then they've popped it, popped a new one back on, which is yes. longer than the previous one. Wow. Tell you what, you wouldn't want to be uh, you. You'd want to be accurate with your handshakes. Good to speak. Could I mean, if you could more blood flow go through the arm, could you get a an arm penis I erection? I don't know. And you, you couldn't you couldn't hide it, could you? At work, just typing away on the keyboard. I tell you what, got a the old watch. Watch out for that. All right. Anyways, from, um, um, from... shout out to him, by the way, and I, I all the best for his surgery. They're, they're going to try and put it in the in the right place. Obviously, not fun to uh, to laugh about horror, horrible blood diseases. Alex Dyson, okay. Bron. Okay. From dick fish to click fish. All right, Bron. Let's <laughs> let's get let's get going, shall Last we? Last week, I got told off for my X-rated <laughs> um, click fish. So, oh my god, mixed messaging. I know. Sorry, Bron. Sorry. All right. Three stories. What do we got, Bron? Okay. So the first, we've got a bit of a royal update. So I've got a few um, Megan and Harry stories here. So one, this is the headline. Meghan Markle necklace proved that she didn't know what she was in for. Her necklace. <laughs> okay. That's... I've seen a lot of Meghan Markle. And look, yeah. I'm not going to lie. I, I requested some Meghan and Harry uh, info. I didn't know what was going on. I, I was like, Bron, please tell me what, please click on some of these. Articles. I saw every every single day there's something yeah. going on. So but, what, what is happening with Megan and Harry? So, yeah, there's a few things going on. So this first one is she wore an M and H initial necklace and apparently people think that she's egging on the paparazzi to take photos of her and get these sort of intimate um, moments, which is weird. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, that's right. They said that she paid for the paparazzi to take her photo. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. That that's one of them. The next one um, is Shakespeare villain Megan took weak Harry away from his family, and they're claiming that she is like Lady Macbeth. Which, if no one has read oh Macbeth in Year God. Ten, she was a villain. <laughs> why? What, the thing about this Megan and Harry thing is, I don't like. Why do they hate her so much? Well, people are saying it's like. Um, I don't know how accurate it is, but people are saying it's like a hint of, of racism because she's half black and they um, don't want that in the royal family and things like that. But it hasn't been confirmed of whether or not, like, why they're hating her so much compared to Kate. Because when you compare headlines from Kate Middleton and Megan, 
they're comp- like they're telling the same story, but they're making Kate an angel, and Megan is like she's the worst thing to happen to this country in in right? the UK. It's crazy, so frustrating, and they're they're living in LA at the moment. Yes, which yeah, bad time to be <laughs> to be moving yeah, countries. Well. Last one about in this royal update. What do you guys think Harry's favorite emoji is? <laughs> oh well, I should. We should get him on and get him to play Matt O'Kine's emoji game. <laughs> then, then we'd find the out. Second favorite podcast trivia game in uh, in Australia. Uh, I'm going to say, uh, oh, what do you, what do we reckon? The peach, the dirty little dog. What about the the crown? Oh no, it's the ghost emoji. Why? Oh, I don't know why. He said it, <laughs> it's a, it's the weirdest one. He said his messengers were often short and full of emojis. In particular, the ghost emoji, which he often used instead of a smiley face. For what reason? What? Nobody knows. But Megan found it, his texting etiquette, funny and adorable. <laughs> <laughs> Weird. All right. Well, thank you for that. Um, right. What's up? What's happening next? Keeping you updated <laughs> on the important <laughs> things. You know, are you allowed out after 8 p.m.? We don't know, but Harry's favourite emoji, the <laughs> he ghost. He also had a secret Instagram account, which I did. I no, we've got to get the story. We've got to get the next. We've already... Eating up a lot of time with Come dick on. arm chat. Let's, let's let's keep moving. So this one, this is my last one. It's about Taylor Swift. So there was a fan um, in Belgium who who went on a camping trip. So she was away from her phone for two weeks. So she put out on Twitter. She runs this Taylor Swift fan account. She said, "Guys, I'm going away for two weeks. Please don't unfollow me. Um, I'm just don't have any Wi-Fi. I won't have my phone. But if Taylor does something, just DM me." She drops folklore. This album. I don't know where she drops this album. <laughs> and this girl is on a camping trip. She's like a massive Taylor Swift fan. She comes back. She has over 30,000 Twitter followers now. <laughs> Taylor Swift tweets at her and says, Welcome back. Oh, wow. <laughs> How crazy. Wow, oh, that How is about pretty that? awesome. It reminds me of that story of um the the Japanese soldier who was on an island in after World War Two didn't realize the war had ended until about the seventies. <laughs> he was just living on this <laughs> island, didn't realize that happened. It's like they're very similar stories when you think about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, thank you very much for that, Bron. Uh, very much, uh, very much appreciate your hard work clicking away at all the things that Alex Dyson and I don't want to click on. Thank you. And wait, can we clear this up? Am I allowed to bring, like, dirty stories to this? <laughs> well, well, yeah, of course. I mean, yes, you can you bring whatever wrong. you want. You click, you click away. Absolutely. Thank you. Yep. Thank you. We'll allow it. We'll allow it. Uh, that is this week's Clickfish. Thank you very much, Producer Bron. We'll catch you later. All day breakfast with a cup of tea with a tea bag stuck in it. Mm-mm. And that brings us to the end of another all day breakfast. Thank you very much for uh, for tuning in. Time to uh, pop the mask back on and uh, get back to life in the bubble. Yeah, look, we are thinking of you if you are in Victoria and uh, struggling through the new situation that's going to be unfolding over the next couple of weeks, uh, particularly people in Greater Melbourne. Uh, it really does suck, but we are going to be with you every single morning. Matt and Alex doing our breakfast thing. Hopefully you can uh, keep enjoying uh, a space at the table with us. Exactly right. And it seems like a few of you have, which is cool. Uh, tomorrow's show, Matt O'Kine, big announcement. 
Um, very, very cool announcement that we get to uh, let you know about. I mean, yeah, it'll be good. It means it means well, you know, it's a it's a, it's a really great thing that we're uh, that we're happy about. So, uh, so we thank you for supporting our show, and uh, also thank you to very much Delta Goodrum for being mm. uh, so amazing as always. You know, when you speak to people like Delta, you realise, oh, that's why you're one of Australia's best. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, you're yep. just like, oh, of course, it makes perfect sense. Yeah, you're very talented and extremely nice and uh, very professional, and that's just, that. yeah, of course you're going to be hugely successful. Plenty more guests on the show this week as well. Craig Grewcastle, Dave from Glass Animals is joining us, Digby Webster. It should be fun, and we will catch you for another all-day breakfast from 6 a.m. tomorrow. Goodbye. That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got a story we need to hear? All the links are at mattandalex.com.au.